just one church, but we are, we are on the move to the kingdom of God. Lord, I pray this morning that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart would be acceptable in your sight, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Alright, so, the last time we left our would-be hero, Jonah, he was praying in the belly of the fish. And now his journey in the belly of the fish is going to come to an end. And this is what verse 10 of chapter 2 says. And the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. Okay, as a guy, I just love that line. The fish vomited Jonah onto dry land. Like, the fish tossed its cookie, or no, the fish tossed its Jonah onto dry land. That's good. That's a guy thing. Something is funny, alright? Anyway, so I digress. So so Jonah is is he thinks he's out of the picture. He's in the belly of a fish. He thinks it's over. He's hoping one day to get right with God. He's hoping one day that he will look upon that throne. He has this confidence in it. And now the fish bellies up to the shore and he lands on the land. And so there's there's this humility that has to have taken place in this guy. Because you don't stay arrogant in the belly of a fish. It intends to change you. And he has begun to recognize who God is and who he is not. And so there's this, this, this change that's taking place in him. He was in there for three days. Okay, think about that. In the belly of a fish for three days. Now all we have, all we know about is that he was in there and that he prayed. We don't know what else actually took place while he was there, but things fell apart. Uh, he cried out to God. God sent this fish to rescue him, and then blah, he's up on the shore, and it's almost like this resurrection has taken place. He's been brought back into the land of the living. He's been delivered from the belly. And I'm thinking, I mean, I'm thinking, what is he thinking at this point? I mean, he has to be looking back at the last bunch of days, like when he decided to run from God, when he gets on the boat, the big storm, over the side, eaten by a fish. He didn't know, I mean, all of this has to be churning through his mind. And I'm convinced that there is a, a deep sincerity in Jonah's heart. Because when he called out to God, God answered him. God doesn't answer the prayers of arrogance. He answers to the humble heart, the sincere heart. And so maybe, maybe, maybe he's getting better now. Maybe he's getting back on track. Maybe he's starting to reel it in a little bit. Maybe he's just trying to figure this whole thing out just, just as bad. Maybe the old Jonah is coming back, or maybe that's not such a good thing. Maybe there's a new Jonah that's actually being birthed. So then chapter 3 begins like this. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah. I'm sorry. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. This is the grace of God being poured out once again in Jonah's life. First, he runs and gets on a ship and there's a storm. The storm. God. He gets thrown overboard. He gets swallowed by a fish. The grace of God. He 
get vomited onto the land. Let me say that many times as I can. Vomited on the land is the grace of God. It never has God's grace been so messy that it's not done. And now, Jonah gets
mellow his whole problem away.
He does it. 